The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a hell-raising episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 719, and I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron, and dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by the true... Fuck. I want to say by the fine folks at True Cult Coffee, but I wanted to work in some sort of Halloween thing, and I blew my own joke. But anyway... True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go out there. Check out the website. They've got stuff going on. It's Halloween season. It's spooky mm-hmm. season. The Feast of Sawain. Am I pronouncing that right? Yep. Close enough. You know. But anyway, uh, All Hallows Eve, whatever other thing you want to say. But if you live north of virginia we'll say here in the united states um i honestly don't know about anybody else but if you're here in north america and you're north of virginia we draw a line across the u.s and you're north of virginia you need a nice warm cup of coffee for these cold fall nights and mornings Mm -hmm. and true cult coffee is the best way to do that t-r-v-e-k-v-l-t coffee.com Check them out on Instagram, trve.kvlt.coffee. 
to see pictures of things. They're a blast. The coffee is fantastic, and they do all sorts of other things too. So check them out because it's not just some conglomerate. This is real coffee made by metalheads for metalheads. So possess yourself a cup today. Snowman, what's happening? Well, there's there's been a lot happening. There's been a lot going on this week. I can't wait to get into the metal fix. And you're you're absolutely right. Like they, it is it is the spooky season. We're, we now entered October. It's the seventh as we speak, and yeah, everything is off and running. And the good folks at True Cavalt Coffee, like they they know they know what Halloween is. They know how to get into the spirit of things. So we definitely, you're going to want to check out truecavaltcoffee.com just to see all of the Halloween and metal goodness going on over there before we kind of start jumping into everything, though. Because like I said, even though we don't, we don't have a creature feature, but we're going to have something a little interesting to um discuss because today as we speak on the hulus the new hellraiser movie gets gets is is dropped so i came up with this really cool idea well that movie okay and the hellraiser 3 soundtrack very very connected to the metal world so we kind of got that interesting little idea, um, comparing the uh, the two songs, both Ozzy and Motorhead's version, because they came out around the same time, you know. So it's like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. It's topical, it's relevant, and it's within the Halloween season. Before though, we start to get into everything. I kind of want to. Say some happy birthdays here. On this day, in 1986, October, October 7, 1986, Slayer's Rain and Blood and Nuclear Assault's Game Over both dropped. Wow. <laughs> like, like, I knew Ballpark, those, you know, those, those albums were kind of around that time and all that, but I didn't know it was the exact same day. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then, of course, those two records would go on to just be monsters in the underground. You know, just uh, influencing, like, an entire generation of, of youngsters now. And speaking of influence, on this day in 1977... The Runaways' third album, Waiting for the Night, was dropped. So this was definitely a really good day for uh, releases. And we're going to see some more of that this year that we're going to be getting into as the show for progresses. Oh, so it's a good thing. You know, I'm drinking the, I'm drinking the Fireball, making shots out of my Jason Friday the 13th shot glass into my runaways mug because it's friday night dude it's time to rock and roll hell yes oh i like that too (laughs) yeah yeah and speaking of october october 7th one week into the month of october which is snowy's october horror movie challenge 
is off and running and i'm up to seven films so i'm on target fortunately i had a couple days where i watched a an extra movie and all that in order to stay on track because i had like two concerts this week two nights back to back which i'll get more into in my metal fix so far um Everything that I was, I've kind of been watching, kind of light fare because I've been doing it, you know, while while hanging with the brood and all that. Yeah. And my mother, my mother-in-law doesn't want to watch, you know, something too brutal and gory. So we've kind of been watching some some uh, more family fare, Hocus Pocus too. I know what you did last summer, Beetlejuice, the first two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But I did. Slap on 1985's uh, Dario Argento's Demons with that awesome, not only kick-ass soundtrack by Claudio Simonetti, but some really cool tunes of Motley Crue, except Billy Idol, Pretty Maids, fantastic soundtrack with that. So I'm off and running. Of course, in case anyone's not up to speed on what's going on. The October Horror Movie Challenge is... The idea is to watch 31 horror movies throughout the month of October leading up Halloween. Now, people might say, oh, I love horror movies. I can do that. Yeah? Can you? It's can pretty you? intense. Yeah, and it's hard. Like, if all you're going to do... Is just watch horror movies like all month and not have a social life and not do anything else. You should be able to pull it off. Yes. But I got a ton of concerts. <laughs> you know, I, I got stuff going on, and you know, I have my. There's, there's still lots of pro wrestling going on in the world, which I'm you know I got to cover with our sister program, Wrestling Night in Canada as well. And tonight was the first was game one. of of the Toronto Blue Jays baseball playoffs. Rock on. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. So to squeeze 31 movies in this year, dude, I think it's going to be a challenge. Heck yeah. 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 But, but you can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I definitely can. I am looking forward to it, but I'm really looking forward more to jumping into this episode and we're going to do it with the mandatory metal segment brought to you by the good folks at the true cobalt coffee and dropping today is the new record from one ritual dictates now our longtime listeners will remember a couple years ago now i think it was we had a uh, creature feature with Ritual with their last record. So it's really, really cool that their new record, No Great Loss, is dropping today. So I kind of tapped them for tonight's mandatory metal. So without further ado, this is Ritual Dictates with Goth and Exhaust.
We've been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Okay, dude. Thrill me. What's going on here? All right, man. So I was recently back up in Pennsylvania. And Mm. you'll be proud of me. So I'm driving in. And I'm on the highway, and I look at one of the highway signs. And I'm like, wait a second. I know where I'm at. I just happened to be next to my favorite comic shop in Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, right aptly on. titled Pittsburgh Comics. Ah, I quickly uh, checked to make sure they were still open and popped in because I know the owner. We used to work together at Radio Shack, you know, 20, 30 years ago at this point. And... Um, so I stopped in, I bought a comic for my son, and then, you know, it is the spooky season, so I picked up the hardcover uh, collected edition of Van- American Vampire 1976, because I've never gotten to finish it. I was reading it issue by issue, but right. never got to finish it. And then I saw uh, some other trade paperbacks that... I'd never heard of, but it seemed like they'd be up my alley. And the series is called Moonshine. And it's about uh, werewolves and moonshine during the Prohibition. So like 1920s America, I guess. Right, yeah. Um, and I've read the first volume. It's fantastic. Reading the second one now. And so, yeah, that, that was literally the first thing I did once I got into Pennsylvania was stop at a comic book shop. Right and, on. <laughs> and not just any comic book shop. Like, it's a great comic book shop. So, right I did on. that. I did not get you any pictures of anything Night of the Living Dead related. No, I was no. driving on those roads right. like crazy. And, dude, it was a busy, busy time. It was a busy time. I was visiting with my niece and nephews. Um, visiting with my parents. Spent a lot of time with my parents, which is really nice. Because I haven't gotten to do that in a while. I did right. make it down to the Hard Rock Cafe in Pittsburgh and pop in there real quick. Um, you know, got down to the city. I, dude, I brought back food. Like, I literally took a cooler because there are very specific types of meats that, you know, we're only going to get up in Pennsylvania. And it's not that no people don't make things like it, but it's just not the same. Like hot sausage. Same. You know, Italian hot sausage down here is not the same as Italian hot sausage up north. Um, And I realized that Halloween is really not a big deal down here. Like, I wasn't sure. Like, I was just like, oh, maybe it's because of, you know, things that have gone on lately with COVID and things. But I'm up north at a couple of our local chain grocery stores. I walk in and they have, like, entire massive aisles dedicated to Halloween decorations and candy. Oh, right on. And That's there's, what I like to see. You're lucky if you can get an end cap here. You know, so, um, yeah. So, I mean, just you know, one more reason why South Carolina is lame. But, you know, nobody should be surprised about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good time. And um, I got packages in the mail. We're going to open these together because I oh, can't remember right what was coming in. Like, I had, oh, yeah, because um, while I was gone, we had a hurricane. And so, of course, packages are being shipped while there's a hurricane going on. Because, you know, that's a great time. Um, Okay, so here we go. You didn't get anything ruined, did you? No, no, no. Everything's fine, thankfully. Like, like we were were very fortunate. Like, and I was texting Rock, you know, our former co-host, during all this. Because, you know, he's down in Orlando. I think they 
they got it, but they didn't get it as bad as they've had it in the past. Like, he didn't even lose power this time, which is great. I don't even think he evacuated. I think he stayed in the trailer. Um, but, like, my, my family evacuated. Uh, but I was already, you know, up north when this was going on. And then I told them, I'm like, guys, I, I could have taken the dogs with me. You all could have come up. Because I was leaving that morning um, and things were coming. I'm like, you guys should just go. Oh, but the kids mm. have school and they've got rehearsal. I'm like, yeah, but in case you should just come up. And yeah, I was yeah. I was four hours into the trip when everything got shut down. Uh. And I'm like, told you, should have come. All mm. right. I am holding in my hot little hands Metallica Hellfire Club shirts. I talked about these quite a few episodes ago, but I have the Metallica Hellfire Club shirts where it's got the, the guitars on either side, Kirk and James guitars, drumsticks, and um, you know obviously the Hellfire Club logo. Um, one is a black short sleeve version. The other one is the um, three-quarter baseball sleeve version. Um, it looks okay. essentially just like the one on the show. Okay. And, um, but it is, uh, you know, the Metallica version with the guitars. So, speaking of Stranger Things, and um, I was at Spirit Halloween before... I still have another package open yet, don't worry. But, okay, um, good. <laughs> I was at um, Spirit Halloween today before the show, because, you know, we were getting costumes and things. How do you feel... That Stranger Things um, items can be purchased in um, Spirit Halloween, like the Hellfire Club shirts. I haven't seen any up here yet. I haven't seen any Hellfire Club shirts up here, or else I would have. I would have bought. I would have bought one by now. Well, We've yes, made like. How do you feel about your trip. culture being a cosplay? Is what I'm getting. Ah, uh, okay. You you know what? A T-shirt. You see, because I've I've gone on Facebook and I've I've made the, I've made the joke about you know my 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 culture is not a character and all that and it's right. it's 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 tongue in cheek. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that's like, why I'm saying it. Yeah, yeah. Like so, yeah. I I just know that there's going to be a lot of Eddie Munson, you know, and then. The, the 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 true metalhead in me is going to be like, you know, ah, oh, you're all a bunch of fucking posers. But then I got to remind myself, well, no, it's just a costume. You know what I mean? Like everyone that dresses up like Spider-Man isn't trying to be a superhero. Yeah, but in this case, if they actually want to start listening to the music, have at it, right? True enough, true enough. Yeah. You know, I'm all for it. All right, so another thing I brought back from Pennsylvania is dragon's milk. So I'm drinking a dragon's milk right now, and I know I've gotten it down here before, um, but this is dragon's milk reserve. It's actually made with Stroop waffle cookies. Have you ever had those? No. They are possibly one of my favorite cookies. It's like little waffles with caramel in between them, and um, just a big fan. And that is in this beer, and it's still 11% alcohol and kicking my ass tonight, so that's a good time, too. <laughs> Friday night. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. All right, so then the last thing here I got, I ordered from the Horror Pops. All right, so Horror Pops, are you familiar with everything that's been going on with those guys, like why mm. they've canceled shows and things? Uh, not 110. I know we have discussed 
before. Okay. They're having some health issues. Exactly. I'll, I'll summarize real quick. So Patricia, the bassist, uh, okay. who is married to Kim Necroman of the Necromantics, who plays guitar in the Horror Pops. It's their band together. Right. Um, she was diagnosed with cancer recently. Mm, and right, right. she was, you know, um, going through treatment and they had shows um, scheduled. And she's like, I'm sorry, I got to back out. She's like, I, I thought I was going to be able to do it. This is like kicking my ass. And, you know, obviously nobody's going to give her a rough time. She's like, well, fuck, you're fighting <laughs> cancer, you know. So Imagine, they did that. Yeah. But then she's like, I promise we're going to be back in the fall. And I believe they launched the tour at the beginning of October. And they were doing pre-sales. And one thing that the Horror Pops have been doing, because, you know, they're they, – they sell out decent size venues, right? Like they sell out the win, the will turn in Los Angeles, beautiful theater. Um, but I mean, they're still not, you know, Bon Jovi money. You know what I mean? Um, right. So they do pre-sales so you can pick it up at the venue. So you can buy it from them ahead of time. They had the package ready. You, you come into the show. Now they won't bring it outside. You have to have a ticket, but mm. you can pick it up at the merch table and then, they don't have to split that with the venue, and they it's kind of like getting money um, to start the tour, you know? That's a great idea. That's yeah, great that's idea. what I thought, right? And they also opened it up so you could order special things that were available to that tour, but have it shipped to your house, because they're not coming anywhere near me. So I ordered, and I don't know if you've seen this before, I will definitely be putting these up on the Instagram. Um Horror Pops, they have a Bewitched t-shirt. So, like, if you remember the Samantha Bewitched where she's on the broom and it's, like, the cartoony kind of thing. Uh -huh. um, they have that, but this Samantha has, uh, well, fangs, uh, tattoos, and she's riding a double bass instead of a broom. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then there's the Horror Pops. It's the three of them in a rat rod, and it's got, like, the candy stripes, and um, it's just super cool. So... Yeah, I got those those two shirts. I ordered that from those guys. I man, I, not everything that you could get at the show was available for you know shipping because they had some cool stickers and things I would have bought. And then I was trying to figure out, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. I next time they do this, I need to email somebody and figure out. But what I wanted to do is I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? Like I would love to because because I think it's a great idea. I know. You know, they're musicians. They don't have, I mean, if they have some sort of health care, it's they're paying for it on their own, right? It's not mm -hmm. like, you know, having a job with benefits and that sort of stuff. And that's, man, anytime somebody tries to tell me that um, musicians have enough money and that's why they don't pay yeah. for music, I'm like, you just really don't know. You just don't know. You really don't get it. You really uh -huh. don't. You know, like, 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 you really don't get it. Like, why would you... I, like, how can you sit here and tell me how much you love the music and then steal money from the same person whose music that you claim to love? Uh, yeah. So they the can't have benefits. Because if somebody tried to take away your benefits, you'd pitch a fit. You'd quit the job. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, that's, but that's a whole other thing. But anyway, what I wanted to do is I wanted to, like, purchase, like, a T-shirt and a couple stickers and then say, hey, give these away. Like, Make this a prize pack. So I've paid for it. You're not losing money. Find some lucky fan. Find some way of giving it away at the show. Find the person that's dancing the hardest or something like that. Because what better way to reward that person for being there? You know? And then it's just fans helping hmm. out fans. Because, I, I, dude, I really love this band. 
Like, like mm-hmm. I am so glad that I have like really discovered psychobilly in the last couple of years. And I discovered horror pops because of the necromantics. I discovered the necromantics because their double bass is a coffin. And I still can't believe nobody else has done that before this. I've never seen it before the necromantics. And and it's it makes total sense. You know, like it's just great. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So anyway, that would be everything. That's everything that's going on this week, but just wait till next week because I got other stuff coming in the mail. Oh, right on. <laughs> good, good. I love it when you get stuff in the mail. Tune um, in I'm, next I'm week. Glad... <laughs> that's right. Dun, 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 dun. I'm glad you mentioned uh, Metallica and the Hellfire and all that because, okay, that's the only merch. That's the only Metallica merch post justice that I would ever would even imagine buying. And really? Wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, obviously like my Metallica, as much as I love the hardwired record. Yeah. Okay. Because it, it, it is fantastic. It's their fifth best album. Okay. Not, not counting like the, the covers albums and, and, and all that. Um, but my Metallica is, 80s 80s metallica when they were young dumb full of cum i'm not gonna i've said this many many times over the show over the past almost 16 years now dude next week dude you're so old next next week radioactive metal 16 years old yeah yeah um yeah the 80s metallica the earlier the better kill them all ride the lightning map master all masterful albums so i got so excited and so stoked and i wish i could go to this okay but november 6th at the hard rock live in uh in hollywood florida okay metallica is um doing a tribute concert to johnny and marcia z zazula's the the brainchild, the everyone behind the old Megaforce labels, which they were the ones that, they were the people that put Metallica on the map. Oh, yeah. Oh, and a whole whack of other bands as well, including including Anthrax, including Radioactive Metal alum, Exciter, all of these, like, you, you go, just, just Google megaforce records and just see all of those awesome bands that you know that johnny and marcia put out fantastic stuff what i was super stoked about this though is their set metallica's set is going to be everything from 83 and 84 so that's that's kill and lightning that's pretty awesome a whole set okay now as awesome as that is, the support, Raven, ah, oh, oh, because it's the same thing. Yeah, you know, Ra- Raven was a big part of Meg of, of Megaforce as well. At least in the U.S., Raven was already off and running in uh, in Europe as part of the whole new wave of British heavy metal scene and all that. But yeah, they're. Uh, all for one, you know, with with Megaforce, and uh, yeah, it, they were they were off and running, big part. And I and I've often said, 
and this has kind of gnawed me about New Metallica, N-E-W, okay? They have all of these awesome bands that they profess to love, all the new wave of British heavy metal bands and all of these thrash bands and all that. And I'm sure that they, they still do. And I'm sure it's not their doing. They have people they have to answer to. They have bean counters. They have people from the label. Well, no, we can't really... I know, you, I know, Lars. You would really like to have Girls School on tour with you, but uh, we really need this, you know, this new metal band that bought their way on tour or whatever legal bullshit. Okay, I'm sure, I'm sure that's that's the case. But I'm glad, you know, Lars and James said, no, 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 an event like this, we need a Megaforce original. And that would be Raven. And they're also returning the favor. Okay. The the Kill 'em All for One tour back in '84, the Ride the Lightning. They're they're kind of reliving those those, those glory days. Raven was touring was touring north was was touring while well, the US and Metallica was their support. Thus the Kill 'em All for One tour and all that so yeah you know like 16 year old snowy is really marking out over this so really excited really excited i just like i said i kind of wish that i could get there um for my metal fix here speaking of uh old school metal and all that um testament exodus death angel these three awesome bands, because I think Testament, their first record, their first couple records, uh, The Legacy and The New Order, were those not Megaforce as well? I believe, I believe so. Well, the Bay Area Strikes Back tour is making the rounds right now with those three legendary, well, Bay Area bands. Their stop was last night here. And I got to tell you, man, I was absolutely stoked. I'd, like, I've seen all of these bands, you know, multiple times. They're always great live, okay? Um, but for a couple reasons, this, this show was really special because, once again, you know, they're all three on the same bill. They're acknowledging their Bay Area past, that legendary Bay Area scene. You know, even though they're all a bunch of old bastards now, but you know what? They can really tear it up. Uh, the Death Angel were obviously, they were they were the curtain jerker. And I'm not too familiar with a lot of their new stuff. And that's what they seem to have concentrated mostly on. So I wasn't too familiar with a lot of stuff. Doesn't matter. It was absolutely killer. As much as I love Death Angel, as much as I love Testament, it was Exodus. This was the reason, this was the selling point. I was going to the show regardless. But if there was a selling point, it would be this. And I know you're a big Exodus fan as oh, well. Yeah. <clears throat> and what made this special is every time I've seen Exodus, every time up till last night, every time they've come here, it was with it was during the Rob Dukes era. And as much as Dukes 
is a fantastic singer and front man and I would never trade those gigs that I saw for anything. This was the first time that Exodus with Zetro was in town. So it's like, okay, I definitely have to make damn sure I see this. Oh, and wow. this was, it, it, it was like all three, well, okay, not necessarily Death Angel, but Exodus and Testament. These were, these were the type of gigs that I like to see from these classic bands. A good chunk of their quote-unquote classic stuff, but don't be afraid to throw in a lot of the new stuff as well, because it, it's all good. It's all good. I know a lot of people have a tendency of standing on their hands when when the new stuff comes on. But, you know, like these all three of these bands just continue to put, you know, killer, killer music out. So this is, apart from maybe... 1983 and Ruthie's in in San Francisco like this is as close to what I would want to see in both with both Exodus and Testament. I got to give a big shout out to uh, Chuck Billy who kind of made a very a very uh, rousing speech right before they he introduced the song Native Blood. Because recently up here in Canada with the whole residential school unearthings and the 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 travesty that we've uh, we're focusing attention on now, a uh, a new holiday is in the work. The national the day of national the national day of truth and reconciliation. The first day of this tour to hit Canada was on that special day. And of course, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Billy is first nations himself. So yeah, you could see he was very touched and he was really stoked to uh, be able to uh, play a song like, like native blood under, un, under this umbrella under, un, under this. So it was, Really touching, really hit home, and it was just an absolutely fantastic show. And Mrs. Snowy came out. Like, this isn't, like, she doesn't come out to a lot of metal shows, except, especially, like, the brutal death metal and some some of the hardcore, like, she just doesn't get into, but... She only comes out for Guar. <laughs> so she can be fed to the maggot. <clears throat> I wish I wish I could get her to a Guar show. <laughs> no, no. But a band like Testament, Exodus, like this is digestible stuff for her and all that. So yeah, it was really cool that she came out and we made it a date night. Um What else? What else is going on here in my Metal Fix? Hit the record shop as well. A couple times uh before i did that though um i hit the bookshop uh and you will recall i think it was last year i went on about the uh next netflix film moxie yeah i remember yeah, that was, uh it was a netflix film based on uh, a young lady in high school fighting sexism in her high school and as it turned out her mother in the early 90s was a riot girl who did a fanzine and was was knee deep in that whole scene and all that and this young lady found 
her mother's jacket and all of her mother's uh, riot girl paraphernalia and all that and took up the mantle here in modern days. And it was a fantastic film. I found the novelization of it. At, um, oh, wow. At, okay. Yeah. 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 So as soon as, as soon as I get the chance, as soon as I bring my, my comic and magazine pile down, <laughs> I'm definitely going to uh, jump into that. And, and for all, all of our listeners, for, for the ladies, you're definitely, definitely going to want to go on to Netflix, check out the Moxie film and guys, mothers, fathers who have young, young girls, and I know we have a lot of listeners who kind of who are kind of at that age where they are parents. This is the type of stuff that you're going to want to uh, introduce your daughters to. I think she would definitely appreciate that. Staying on the same idea of books. Last week, um, we had another um, collectibles collection uh, convention. Yeah, not. Not, not 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 just music, but act, action figures, comics, just whatever you collect. It's there. When I when I when I was just when Snowy was just a wee one in the early eighties, I want to say about nineteen eighty three. My brother for Christmas bought me this really cool hard hardcover full size book called Encyclopedia of Rock slash pop stars and it's basically that's that's what it is they just go through all the years from the late 50s all the way up to the early 80s okay i lost this book over to the years okay well when i was at this convention and i'm making the rounds and there it is there i is seeing this one in the same book Oh my God! Yoink! Mine. Slap, slap down my cash, and of course the vendors. Okay, these these two hippie-looking guys that look like they've been to more than one Uriah Heap concert over, <laughs> over the years. Okay, and they're the type of people that you know at conventions and all that. They're they're the type of people to get into conversations with. Okay, as cool it is, is buying all this great stuff. It's the hanging out. It's the, it's it's the it's the atmosphere. It's talking to the vendors about all of this great stuff. And so, yeah, myself and these two hippies, we had this, the, we had this nice nice chat about music and books and and all sorts of things. So, so that was really cool. Um, hit the record shops. As well, shout out to the good people at Planet of Sound. A little while, I can't remember what year it was, but a bunch of the old Ramones albums were uh, re-released onto uh, Digipack CDs. And I found a really good deal for the, the Ramones Ramones album, the Rocket to Russia. Rock on and the Leave Home album. That's like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm definitely due to pick those up. So that was really, that was really cool. As well, as same thing at Planet of Sound. I can't believe I found this album on vinyl. 
of all things. Um, the 2014 John Carpenter's Lost Themes album. Now, at first, I remember when this record came out, and I thought it was just a bunch of outtakes, songs from... Because when you hear the word Lost Themes, you think... Oh, okay. Some of his music, you know, didn't make it onto some of the film soundtracks. No, these are nine brand new at the time compositions and all that. So it's like, holy shit. Well, that's that's really cool. That's really cool. So I was stoked to uh, grab that. It cost a pretty penny, but I'm not too worried about it as well. Okay. You, you like Bob and Doug McKenzie. You know what they're all about. I'm aware of them, yes. I would not call uh, myself a super fan, uh, but okay. I am aware. Uh, okay, in 1983, they had a movie called Strange Brew. Yes. Have you did? Do you remember? Have you ever seen that? Do you remember I've it? I've never <laughs> seen it. I am aware of it because of the 12 Days of Christmas that they did with five golden toques. <laughs> of course. Of course, of course. But in 1983... They had their own feature film, which I saw. I have it. Almost got it memorized. It's Bob and Doug. I had this seven-inch single, the title track by Ian Thomas. All right. Apparently, and I did not find this out until just now, just recently, that there was a soundtrack album to it as well. Now, you might think, well, it's a movie. There's going to be a soundtrack. Well, okay, even as a kid, even as a 12-year-old, every week I was in the record stores. Okay, I could not imagine life without being in the music shop all the time. At no point did I ever see a Strange Brew soundtrack. I am pretty sure I saw that in our department stores here. Like, really? I am floored that you, of all people, do not know about that. Yeah, now, they had the Bob and Doug McKenzie album, okay, and then they had the movie and the soundtrack, apparently. I figured when you took over as mayor of Winnipeg, they would have had a copy in the office. I'm kind of disappointed. Well, I'm definitely looking into that. It's definitely going to be happening. Hey, how's your run for ambassador going, by the way? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned it. Um, I just received the email today. And now, if anyone's wondering what the hell we're talking about, if you're a first-time listener, welcome. And I hope you stick around Hopefully you're a long-time enjoy. listener, first-time caller. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But uh, up here in Winnipeg right now, coming up um, in November... We have the Manitoba Loud Music Awards. And I was nominated. Okay. And it is official. I received... I was I was nominated for Ambassador of the Year. And basically what that is... Is someone that goes to a lot of shows. That supports the scene. You know. And that has been me since the mid-80s. And now even more so with Radioactive Metal and volunteering with Ninja Cat Productions and all that. So, yeah, I was super, super stoked when I got when I got nominated and I received the email today that it's official. No I'm, shit, really? Yeah, yeah, it's official. 
I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I think it's like you have the way it works is you, you have a list of nominees. Okay. Like people that get nominated and then there's the voting process and then the top two people. Okay. That, that get the top votes they move on to the ceremony and then it's between those two people. Well, I got my email saying I'm in. It's me and one other person. I'm hoping. I'm pretty sure that it's my good buddy Denise. Bangus oh, Young. yeah, Bangus Young. It's got to yeah. be you two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the other one is her. I don't know for sure until, you know, when the ceremonies happen in November. So yeah, it, it it's official. It's myself and one other person. Rock. If, if I win this, great. If I lose to Bangus, that's fine. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, when when will we know for sure? We we will know the episode after November. Well, no, I guess we'll know November fourteenth because Rock I'll put it up on. on the I'll put it up on the Facebooks. Win, mm. lose, or draw. Win, lose, or draw. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. And the bottom line for all of this, I was in the, uh, I was, I was in, uh, I was in the record shops, and god damn it, if I didn't see a Strange Brew soundtrack on vinyl, like what? I didn't even know this existed. I still can't believe you didn't know. Yeah. That's the crazy yeah. Part. So I definitely, I grabbed it. I grabbed it right away. I didn't even have to look at it. didn't even have to think about it. You know, it is mine. And so, yeah, that's pretty much it for my metal thing. Oh, no, no, no. Um, Sorry. Uh, Psychroptic and Fallujah came through town the night before last. So like 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 I was saying, this has definitely been a snowy week. And when I say a snowy week, that's you got more than one concert going on. So I had two nights in a row. Now the Psychroptic Fallujah show, that was more of a social thing. Like I enjoyed the bands, got some pictures, had a really good time, but that night was our good buddy ninja cat phil's birthday like his actual birthday yeah yeah so that was just more or less me filling phil with as much liquor as i can and with these bands playing in the background that's that's basically what that show was i mean that's not a bad evening it's not. It is a fantastic evening. And let's get to some fantastic tunes now, shall we? Let's drop a track from the latest Psychroptic record, Divine Council. This is Enslavement.
Hi, I'm Claudio Simonetti from Claudio Simonetti's Goblin and I'm here on Radioactive Metal. Just in time for Halloween and dropping today as we speak. That is the new Spellbook from their new record, Deadly Charms. That is The Witch of Ridley Creek. Good stuff, good stuff. I love this band. And before that was The Mighty Raven. And of course... Like, like people might, you know, you didn't play anything from All for One. That's the classic album and all that. Yeah, well, I thought maybe we would go for the sequel of sorts. That's from their One for All album. 
with get your motor running fantastic fantastic stuff you know i discovered raven and metallica at the same time you know because they came from that same scene the banzai record label here in canada was released they released the first they released the first two metallica records and the all for one record at the same time they're on the new release racks together so yeah these bands they go together they go together like i said i really wish i was making my way down to fla to check that out and i hope everyone that's going that's listening has a really good time for tonight's episode though okay um do you have hulu i do have have hulu okay i don't i don't have hulu and i don't know if it's available at all in canada anyways Okay, and I'm I really wish that we did because even if, if even if like Hulu was available up here, I would just well I would I would check I have a, I have a ton of streaming channels to Netflix and Crave and Shutter of course. Tubi is the best channel on the air right now and all that. I don't know if I need to be paying for another one. But uh, what I what I was thinking of doing, if if it's possible, I have to look into it, is signing up for Tubi, getting their first month free. You know the what what do you call it? The promotional month, right? And you know, and then you decide after afterwards, or what more likely what they do is you sign up, get the first month free, then forget to cancel it because you have a life. And before you know it, they're sticking you for it. Well, that's how I think most of these services make their money. <laughs> Probably. I think that's what they're banking on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, they got my attention. by, uh, And they dropped it today on that channel. See, October 7th. Holy jeez. 1986 and today. A lot going on. There is a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, because um, Hulu just released a Hulu original in the Hellraiser movie, the new Hellraiser adaptation from Clive Barker's The Hellbound Heart. Okay, now a lot of people are calling it um, a remake of the 1987 Clive, Clive Barker movie. Okay. 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 Fine. I'm not. I'm not going for the sake of this conversation. I'm not going to split hairs. I'm not going to get into all of that. Well, you can. I don't know enough about either of them to uh, speak intelligently. So you could make shit up, and I don't have no idea. <laughs> okay. Well, right now there is a lot of controversy. Well, quote unquote controversy. I don't see the controversy in it, but obviously, some every time there's a remake or something goes on. And especially if uh, there are inclusionary characters, shall we say. Basically, what I'm saying is this Hellraiser movie... Is gay. Uh, no. Trans. Pinhead, it's a trans Hellraiser. You're, you're getting closer. Pinhead, oh, seriously? Yeah, Pinhead this time around is female. Okay, so? Okay. And that has a lot of people pissed because in the Why? original... Or the first Hellraiser adaptation... 
Pinhead was male, okay. acted by the great by the great Doug Bradley. Well, Classic. so let me ask a question: Did we ever Not see any. his penis? No, we don't. So we don't know for sure. Well, uh, <laughs> we don't know for sure. Which I'm glad you asked that. What about seeing okay. a penis? Because, because does that make your night? All of these, <laughs> that makes my night. Yes, all of these people that are bitching and moaning, okay, about oh, Hellraiser now is woke. Oh, they got to do this. They got to make are a they character. Woke if it's just a female character. Black. Yeah, I know, I know, but that that's just it. Like it's the whole woke thing is is a conservative expression. You know? No, you, it's not. Is yeah, that a conservative it, it expre- expression? It was being used by the liberals to explain their stance on things. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. It's, no. Don't. It's, the conservatives did not make that up. Like, it's like seriously, dude. They're, they're you the you feed into the bullshit as well. Like, remember, it's not. It, it it's fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Not fuck you. I won't do what you tell me unless you're the liberal government. Like that's not what it's about. Burn it all down. Everybody's fucking full of nonsense. Don't just blame the shit on the conservatives. That's not who started it. Okay, okay, but my point from what I've seen about, and this has been going on for a long for a long time. Maybe the coin woke or the coin, the expression woke may have been, you know, coined by by the left, but it's the conservatives that are using it for. You know, it woke and snowflake, snowflake. Yes, you know it's the same thing though. the The Democrats started the KKK, but it's been all far right since then. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's a that, that's uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. right now, with everything that's that that that's been going on it's it's been the right using that expression and it's supposed to be something derogatory now what i get a kick out of though okay is this whole oh now hellraiser is woke um no it's a fucking horror movie this is as close this is as close this pinhead is as close to Clive Barker's original vision of the character in the novella, in the Hellbound Heart novella, because it was an androgynous. It was even, apparently, it was, apparently, it leaned more female than male, this this character. That was, that was the original vision for it. And once again, everyone is just like, ah, Oh, they're doing it again. They got to make it female. They got to make it black. They got to make someone gay, and all, and all that. Oh, a bunch of fucking snowflakes and all that. No, well, no. It, so does anybody have a problem with Gozer? Um, because Gozer is an androgynous character that right. is neither male nor female. That right. uh, tends to appear slightly female. Hmm. And that's Gozer is probably the inspiration for one of the inspirations for Pinhead. Well, yeah, because I because if I'm not mistaken, I believe that Gozer like was based on like actual things. You know, um, Dan Aykroyd did his homework, but it just uh, it's a fucking horror movie. I know. Relax, people. And and like like here's the deal: if they would have made Pinhead have to be, you know. Black, gay, and trans, 
with a gay girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and then they adopt somebody, <laughs> then I'd be like, yes, we're pushing a little far. Yeah. This is no longer a horror movie. This is a this is you know a message, right? But mm-hmm. for the love of God, people, it's a horror movie. Relax. Right. Like you're, I you're, mean, you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, uh, like when they stab somebody, was it red blood or was it rainbow colored blood? <laughs> you know, like, like, like come on. I've been that has been, and I've I've had my share of talking to like seeing people especially the my money job the industry i work with there's a lot of people that are are almost bigots right and i said okay what color is your blood there's a lot of people who claim not to be bigots that are bigots that are that are Yeah. yeah the first time someone said says okay now bear in mind i'm not racist but the second someone says "but," you know you're about to hear a whole whack of racist shit. You're about to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so definitely, definitely. Well, I I think what I want to know is that in this Hellraiser movie, were there also beer drinkers? <laughs> nice. Nice. I hope so. Because if there were not so. beer drinkers in this Hellraiser movie, then um, they are being exclusionary to rock and rollers, and uh, we should protest right. because this movie is not woke enough. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm glad you mentioned rock and rollers. Oh, I thought you made. I'm glad I mentioned beer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, beer. beer. So remember, I've been drinking. Hell raising, beer drinking. I get it. I get it. But I'm glad you mentioned rock and rollers. Okay, because the whole idea of tonight's discussion is to drink. Well, that's rock and roll. Yeah, it's rock and roll and it's Friday night. But in honor of this new Hellraiser film being dropped and in honor of the Halloween season, what I thought we would do tonight. Okay, as you may recall, when Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, dropped. There was, well, not one. Well, no, there was one official theme song. And another artist did that same song around the same time. I unfortunately do not recall any of this. You don't recall any of this. Well, like I'm aware of the songs because once you started talking about them, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah. But I I don't remember Hellraiser 3. Like, Uh, there's a period where. I really fell out of horror movies, and I think we've had the discussion where, like, my idea of a horror movie is a monster movie, mm-hmm. like, and we we start getting into the satanic or like a hostel or things like that. That's just that 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 just gets, starts getting too weird for me to be able to sleep at night. Right. You know. So. Yeah. Uh, the and whole anybody can say thing, anything man. they want yeah. about that. Whatever. <laughs> like it's, don't care that's how it is that's like when people try to tell me that um you know um when i don't like shots like i have a friend who's um because i don't get flu shots and things like that and my buddy's like well my three-year-old daughter got it just fine i'm like dude i'm proud of her i can sleep without a nightlight what are we trying to prove here you know <laughs> like, right, like, right. like yeah i'm afraid of needles 
How come everybody else is allowed to be afraid of other shit? We have so many accommodations out there for things. Well, I'm afraid of this. We have to do this. Well, we have to be sensitive to this person. But because I'm afraid of needles, no, you have to do it. It's good for you. Well, there's lots of things that people don't do this good for them that we accommodate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So fucking bite me. If I wasn't afraid of needles, I'd be covered in so many tattoos. You guys wouldn't know what I really look like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. No, yeah, sorry, no, that's my sure. rant. Because again, I've been drinking uh, dragon's milk see? with Stroop waffle, and it's lovely. Oh, right on, right on. Aaron and dragon's milk always makes a good combination. I know. It's this is like yeah, yes. <laughs> Every time, and great news. I've got three more bottles in the fridge. That's three more weeks of this, ladies and gentlemen. Excellent. Right on. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Well, in honor of the Hellraiser. And the beer drinkers. And the calories and beer drinkers. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, going back, Hellraiser 3 produced a wicked soundtrack. The theme song was Hellraiser by Motorhead. Okay. Later that same year, because I guess they shared writing credits on it as well, Oz, Mr. Ozzy Osbourne also released that very same song off as, as a single off of his record from, okay. from 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 that year. And I thought maybe what we would do, and I think this is a radioactive metal first. We've done watch alongs, okay, for uh movies. We've done um Last year, our good buddy, Mr. Matt Copper from Wrestling Night in Canada, joined me and we did a watch along with with, uh, Return of the Living Dead. And of course, the year, the Halloween before. Didn't I do that one too? No, no, no. You you weren't able to make it. You and I, the previous year, we did Trick or Treat, the ultimate. You know, I think I just watched it on my own to catch up with you. Probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember Trick or Treat. That's still one of my highlights. Definitely. Oh, still a fantastic film. It will be in my October horror movie challenge. And I'll be crack- cranking the soundtrack as well at some point this month. I thought maybe what we would do, okay, is kind of have a little watch along, a listen along to these two songs. So I figure the first thing we should do is everyone right now, everyone's listening on their phone or on their computer or something. So we all have access to YouTube. I would like everyone right now to search Hellraiser. In brackets, 30th Anniversary Edition Official Animated Video. So basically look for Hellraiser 30th Anniversary. That is going to be the Aussie song. In another window. Okay. To my soul. Another window. Yes. We'll tear your soul apart. Oh, that was nice. That was very nice. Uh, I tried. I tried. Look up Motorhead Hellraiser. Okay, that will be the Motorhead version. Okay, so everybody do that. 
Okay, we'll give it we'll give we'll give it a minute here. Oh, oh, I forgot something in my metal fix while while everyone's everyone's p- p- pulling up these songs here. I mentioned Uriah Heat. Oh yeah. Okay. You know you are officially old when you bought your first Uriah Heap t-shirt, which is exactly what I did. I was in the secondhand clothing shop and, you know, up, up, up around here, going through all the shirts and all that. Jeez. I saw Uriah Heap t-shirt, five bucks. Okay. Cool. Cool. I've been listening to a lot of Uriah the last year or whatever. I'll pick it up. So you called last episode, you called your self old for your experience at the DRI show. Oh, I'm so well, old. Well, I think I've officially joined the old club. Bought my first Uriah Heap t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it counts. You still probably went to 16 <laughs> shows that week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I took in these two shows. Fortunately, I'm pretty sure... The Psychroptic Fallujah tour show yeah. here. Pretty sure I was the oldest one there. Okay. You should have done a poll. <laughs> the following night, though, so much gray. So much gray all over the building. So I definitely wasn't the wasn't the uh wasn't the oldest one at the testament show, which speaking of hair and all that. As Mrs. Snowy and I, as we're going home, okay, she says to me, okay, I'm watching the bands on stage. Oh, my God, so much hair. Every one of them, except for this guy and this guy, you know, like they all had long hair. It's just like, holy jeez, the upkeep for some of this. And we started to get into a conversation about, uh, okay, we called it hair metal, Okay, like it started out as the 80s version of glam, and then it eventually became hair metal and all that. But when you think about it, like thrashers that were into the thrash metal and all that, hey, we had just as much hair as the hair metal fans did. Well, right. But you know why you were never called hair metal, right? Okay. Well, because you you weren't pouring yourself into spandex, putting on eye makeup, and teasing your hair six feet tall. I think that's the key. Yeah, the whole. Yeah, that's whole hair metal. Thing. Like, like I get it. They had hair, but it's 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 not it's not hair metal because it was long hair. It's hair right. metal because it took five cans of Aquanet <laughs> and a pick to like st- like construct this mane of hair around your body (laughs) and then you're also putting on eyeshadow and pouring yourself into spandex and stuffing a tube sock down it strategically right so yes it was hair was the focus oh yes and and for me like i was never too worried about my hair i was kind of had like my hair is naturally curly so it it kind of grows out instead of down and I was also, and still am, part of the hardcore punk scene and all that. So I've seen just as many bald heads and mohawks as I have, you know, long manes and all that. It's just now, because I'm getting older, I'm losing the hair, I'm getting the skullet in. 
my, my hair is now actually growing more down than it is out. So I'm actually, for the first time in my life, I actually like my hair. I've had oh, so that's nice. It is. It is. I've had so many people, including my young, my, my little sister, little sister. Okay, yeah, in her forties, who's a hairdresser. Last time I saw her, she's like, oh, "I'm cutting your hair." Um, no, you're not. Maybe five years ago you were, but I actually like my, my hair now. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I had long hair in the eighties, and uh-huh. um, the stipulation for my long hair is my mother's like, "Well." I've seen all these bands that you like. I've seen their hair, and you will not let your hair fall into that sort of uh, rat's nest. And so I was forced to do things like condition um, regularly, use the VO5 hot oil conditioners, you know, a leave-in conditioner, and then rinse out so I didn't have split ends. Um, So I had probably some of the nicest hair of anybody that had long hair in my school Uh, to the point where I essentially was pet like a dog a lot by all the girls, which I mean, that was okay. You know? Yeah. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. No. Yeah, no, like for sure, for fetch, sure. I'll bring you slippers. It's a good night. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when I was a teenager, and my dad, ultra-conservative, military, there's no way any son of mine is going to be wearing an earring. Dad, I never asked. I, I never wanted one. I'm not pierced, inked, or dyed anywhere. To this day, I'm still not. But it's just... I just uh, <laughs> I never, I never asked. I never wanted it done. You know, I, I don't, I don't look like the stereotypical metalhead or punk. And I kind of, I kind of like it that way. I wanted it. My, um, I think it was my mom or my grandmother was putting their foot down on that one. They wouldn't let me do it. And I'm really glad because I was really terrified because again, it's a needle. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> Like, like, well, so, guys, I would go and do it. I would do it, you know, but, uh, you know, I can't, I can't disappoint my, use your grandma. Yeah. Because exactly. no one can argue with grandma. You can argue with mom. You can't argue with grandma. I was going to go get my ear pierced, but, ah, uh, my grandma, you know, she really doesn't like it. She just wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and the odd part though is like she probably could have handled it because I mean she she was a bit of a rocker herself, you know, right cl- closet rocker, but you know, right on. But yeah, Bef- yeah, needles. Before, nope. Hey, before we get on with it, speaking of grandma, yeah. I want to say I want to say hello and horns up to well my grandpa now, like my my official grandparents. I lost them years ago, obviously, but my good buddy Ducky, who's you know, I'm his dad's age. Okay. Um, I've kind of I've kind of adopted his grandparents as my grandma and grandpa. Okay, that's what I call them whenever I go and visit them. And just a couple days ago, grandpa turned eighty-five. Wow, dude. Yeah, yeah, grandpa turned eighty-five. Here's a guy that still drives. Goes out for his morning walks every morning. Tries to stay in shape as best he can. He still loves sports. You know, he's he, he watches the pro wrestling with us. You know, I keep the, this guy's my hero. You know, <laughs> you know, and Grandpa turned 85. So we want to say hello and horns up. 
to Grandpa. Now, I figure this is going to give everyone the opportunity now to get these songs and videos up. And basically, the idea, dude, is we're going to watch these songs, listen to these songs, watch these videos, kind of back-to-back. Do do a watch-along, a listen-along, and then, I guess, compare compare and contrast or whatever when they are done so if are you ready i'm ready which one are we starting with let's start with ozzy's hellraiser 30th anniversary edition okay tell me when and i've got it up on the youtubes here in three two one play and what you will see right now is the Hellraiser logo, and then it has moved to an animated Ozzy and Lemmy. It looks like they're playing a video game inside a bar. They're playing the Hellraiser video game. And did you see Lemmy's bass sitting there beside the video game console? Alien Invasion in Los Angeles. Okay, I have not seen this. Oh, me neither. This is great. Okay, can you hear the song on my end? No. Well, okay. I mean, if I can, I'm here. I've got it going through my headphones, so okay. I think we're all right. Oh, this is great. They just turned into zombies. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so everyone in the bar is turning into zombies. Lemmy just broke two bottles of whiskey and is starting to attack all the zombies. The best part about that is I feel like uh, like Lemmy may have really have done that at some point in a bar. Oh, dude, did you catch the Mr. Crowley van? Oh, nice. See, I know the song, and I've heard this song several times. I do not remember it being associated with, you know, Hellraiser 3 or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the Motorhead version is is on the soundtrack and is part of that. But I, I don't recall... Okay, the original... Oh, there we are. There's Orgasmatron. The okay, this must I okay. I dropped the ball here because I don't recall Lemmy being any way, shape, or form part of Ozzy's version. Well, you can clearly hear him singing, yeah, yeah. But yeah. on the album, I think the No More Tears album, wait a second, it's on No More Tears, I think so. Okay, wow. I mean, I you can see I really haven't done any uh, any homework to remind myself. I'm just I'm just winging this, but I'm pretty yeah. sure Lemmy didn't wasn't part of Ozzy's version at all. We've got to have good Lemmy impersonators out there that could give us an animated Motorhead series like this because oh yes, I would watch this. Right, I mean, th- th- this is basically this video is essentially the trailer for a Motorhead series. Oh yeah, and, and honestly, it's the trailer for 
you know, Lemmy and Ozzy as intergalactic superheroes that go fight aliens <laughs> and stuff. This is great. This okay, okay, you know what this is reminding me of? Huh. Heavy metal the movie. Well, like, so I was thinking Kiss Me at Scooby Doo, but I I can see yours too. <laughs> Oh my god, this is fantastic! I've never—I I swear to God—I, I, this is this is amazing. Well, it only premiered a year ago in October, so you're only a year behind. Could be oh, worse. okay, yeah, I get it. Okay, it was staring me in the face. Yeah. So this isn't obviously the original. This was. This is new. Yeah. So that's that's what's throwing me. This is, dude, this is fantastic. Oh, Diary of a Madman. Oh, my goodness. That is so great. I'm like, he's got a spell book. What's it say? Oh, so good. Okay, did Ozzy just transform into that beast? Oh, he did. I did so. <laughs> oh, just on, there we go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is so great. Oh, Lemmy's grabbing the bass, and what's going to happen? There we are. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, he's grabbing the bass. He's riding the back of Demon Ozzy. Why don't we have this in a t-shirt? I need this in a t-shirt. This yeah. is so amazing, dude. Look at that. Oh, wow, that was awesome. Okay. That was awesome. All right. Now we're going to do the Motorhead version. Okay, yeah, everyone, go go to the next window. It will should be the video Motorhead-Hellraiser. God, I hope I didn't screw this one. That was a happy accident, though. I'm glad. Okay, I haven't said this too many times in my life. I'm glad I fucked up. That's <laughs> okay. amazing, dude. I didn't know that video existed. Yeah, it was great. It's fantastic. All right. Tell me when. So, okay, so we're a new window. Yep. Motorhead dash Hellraiser. Yep. And in three, two, one, play. Now you should see a, uh, like a video screen. screen oh, yeah. of I only know what it does. And, and then I've got a candle. Okay. And now. We're seeing imagery from... From the movie, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have the Hellraiser 3 soundtrack in the Snowy Vaults. You know what's funny? Hearing this now and hearing Ozzy's back-to-back, I have heard both, but I never put together that... It's they both are doing the same song. I've heard them both. Never have I connected them ever. Kiss and Ace Freely did the same thing back. Oh, with, with Hide uh, Your Heart. With Hide Your Heart, yeah. Yeah, but Ace's version of Hide Your Heart's not as good. No, no, not in my opinion. That's I actually preferred Ace's version. Uh, yeah, no, oh. like yeah, so. Ace. <sighs> Uh, like Ace just didn't have, he just he just couldn't cut it, man. He doesn't have the energy. 
Like I, I honestly can't believe he's not dead yet. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's just had oh. so many crazy things happen to him, and just you know, he's he's one of those guys that he's just lucky he's alive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of rock stars that. Okay, whoever just fell in the middle of that circle kind of looked like Ozzy. That um, <laughs> Pinhead was pouring the stuff under his face. See, okay, so. I'm looking at this version of Pinhead, and I'm thinking about the preview version of the the Pinhead that I saw for the new one. The, right. She, I mean, like it. The the new fe- uh, Pinhead looks more female than this Pinhead, but this one doesn't look that male. You know what I mean? Like like the androgynous thing really is happening here. Right. Well, I, I think that's Doug Bradley that was. Well, but my point is, second. what are people upset about? Oh yeah, I I don't know. I I I don't know because, okay, as a horror film fanatic, I've heard so many people. Oh look at this! Look at this playing cards. Yeah. With the, Please tell me he's going to pull the ace of spades. Head. Pull it up. Ah. Oh. Come on, come on. Next one, ace of spades. Ace of spades. There we go. Yeah. Now, with horror film fanatics, like, there, don't forget the Joker. Joker. Look at that. There are so many fans that bitch and moan and complain about there's too many remakes and all that. But for me, okay, if you have your own spin, like, it, it's it's just like doing a cover song. If you remake a movie but do it have your own spin, yeah. if if you you make a like like the psycho remake was shot for shot and that was fucking useless. Okay. Yeah, like, like I I I kind of liked it but yeah, it could have been a, a d- differently. But so right. But like, so how did you feel about the Ghostbusters in 2016 with the girls? I didn't enjoy it. I loved it. But it was just because it was just too goofy and it didn't. That's give what me I liked enough. about there, it. There, there wasn't enough meat on the bone. Unlike like the, the original Ghostbusters. See, I don't know. I, I, this is where I disagree. Like I, I think so many people wrote it off because it wasn't exactly what they wanted to see. Like what we got with, right. um, Oh fuck. What's the new one? Afterlife. Afterlife mm-hmm. is just brilliant. But the one they did in 2016 is fantastic. I loved it. I loved all the cameos. When you've got the one where he's in there, it's like, oh, that's just a class five voting uh, phantasm. You know, when it's Ray as a taxi driver. Like, it's great. <laughs> See, every time I watch Let Me Play, I want to get a Rickenbacker bass. But every time I play a Rickenbacker bass, I never like it. But they look uh, so cool. But only oh, when oh. Lemmy plays them. I don't think I would look like that. I don't think I'd ever look that cool. Okay, so... I don't know which version I like better. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. For song wise, all right. I definitely like the Motorhead. Yeah. Okay. I can okay. do that. Like, I like having Ozzy's voice in the other one. Like, I think I would have liked to have Ozzy do background vocals on the Motorhead version. Okay, yeah, and just kind of switch off. Yeah, yeah, kind of like like what they did where they had you know Lemmy doing it on the Aussie version. Like I think 
they should have had Ozzy on the on the Motorhead version. And then we have all been so confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I think what they did with this thirty 30th anniversary video is they they obviously because Lemmy's gone, like they just took his vocals from his version and added it. You know, mixed it in. Uh, see, the, I'm the pretty Aussies. sure he's in the Aussie version. Oh, did I lose you? No, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Snowy. Snowy. Keep talking. Keep talking. Please keep talking. Come on, I'm here. Uh, oh, okay. You you're, you're, yeah, you're back. Okay. But anyway, like, I honestly think he was in the Aussie version because I know I've listened to Hellraiser before with Ozzy. I'm going to have to go back and give I know, the... that's something too. Like, we're going to have to research that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, I, I'm doing, we're doing this, you know, right off the cuff, the cusp, man. Like, and yeah, yeah. Like I, I was thrown through for for a loop loop with that. Song wise, I'm gonna give it to Motorhead. And as much as I love, you know, seeing Lemmy interacting with Pinhead and the card game and all that, that new version, you know, that that animated new version, the 30th anniversary, looking straight out of the heavy metal, I gotta give the nod to that oh dude we need more of that we need so much more. oh yes yes because you can you can do so much like okay because you you can okay well like with live action you can only do so much but once you start getting into the animated stuff like yeah it the sky's the limit yes yes yeah. it is now now I'm kind of bummed that I didn't I didn't uh I didn't see that video like when it first came out but like I said definitely definitely a happy accident so thank you for that my friend I'm glad um you know I'm glad we decided to do this and everyone listening thanks for uh giving a moment of your time and checking that out with us um and from there how about we check out tonight's oh no you know what no huh. i want to drop a track drop it like it's hot it. gotta drop a track here yeah um mortician you want to talk about metal and horror <laughs> okay here's a band that knew how to mix the two inspired by hellraiser 3 this is mortician with hell on earth
Something strange is going on. is how do we get them back into the ground? Bert, Frank, we have a little problem. Stupid asshole! Watch your tongue, boy, if you like this job! Like this job! Because technically, you're not alive. Why do you eat people? Not people. Brains. How do you kill something that's already dead? Well, how do I know, Fred? I don't know. Let me think. It's not a bad question, Bert. In that movie, they destroyed the brain to kill him. Is that what they did? The brains, right. Brains. Terry is nervous. Usual crap. The police are confused. Send more cops. It worked in the movie. Well, it ain't working now. Bring the movie line. It's not a bad question, Bert. It's not a bad question, Bert. It's not a bad question, Bert. The Return of the Living Dead. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. When it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. For two, for this episode's Indie Spotlight, I thought maybe we would uh, kind of give a band kind of apropos to the Halloween season. Montreal's Upon Your or Grave, their new record, Gold in Decay. I believe that drops today as well. It'll definitely be available by the time you hear this. This record came across my desk. PR, Snowy Man, check this band out. You're going to want to play them. You're going to want to, you're going to love them. 
no doubt. So I gave it a spin. Great stuff. So for tonight's Indie Spotlight, Cabac's Upon Your Grave. This is From Beyond.
Facebook.com slash upon your grave and upon your grave dot bandcamp.com. Check them out. They're really, really cool stuff. And of course, this won't be any surprise to anyone, all of our horror film fanatics that also listen to the show. And I know there's a lot of them. When they heard the song title From Beyond, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I totally get why Snowy would pick that because that's an awesome Stuart Gordon film from the 80s. Really, really cool stuff. So, okay, because, like, when we get these albums across our desks, you know, and it's like, well, what song do we play? Well, a lot of the times it's like, okay, they made the video, they made the single for this song, so... We should probably, that's probably the song they want played. I got no problems catering to artists. Okay. But every once in a while, though, like I'll see a song title that'll kind of catch my attention. And it's like, uh, okay, that's not the single, but I really want to play this. So it's, 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 it's our show. Yeah. That's what we're playing. You know. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure that Beyond Your Grave really doesn't give a rat's ass what song we played. They're just stoked that all, all of these great people listening right now have Beyond Your Grave in their ear holes. Oh, well, my friend, once again, thank you for uh, starting my weekend off right. Tonight was a lot of fun. We got to do more of these little listen along or watch alongs. You know, just when it comes to just promotional videos or maybe even like full albums. You know, like just sit, sit down, put a put a record on, and then just we just get lost in the music and just give our thoughts. I think I think that would be a really good idea. Well, I definitely dig these. That's why I'm all for it. Right on, right on. Okay, okay. To get us on out of here, brand new record from Vancouver's Riot City. Their new record, Electric Elite, dropped earlier this year. Good, good old-fashioned trad metal, shall we say. God, I thought maybe, thought it was 1984 again when I heard... Eye of the Jaguar. How can uh, people get a hold of us? Well, pick up the phone. We're always home. Or <laughs> make a social call. Or you could dial 3659-36. Hey, we lead a life of metal. <laughs> but anyway, you could also use Instagram, at RadMetal666. Um, that's where I'm going to post pictures of all the shirts I'm talking about. Uh, hopefully I remember. Snowy's going to have to remind me because I got four great shirts you all need to see here. Um, also facebook.com slash rad metal. No shit. Yeah. No. Rad metal or radioactive metal? On the Facebook? Yeah. I think it's rad metal. Just rad metal. Okay. I, yeah. It's rad metal for everything. Well, yeah, but it's rad metal 666 for... Yeah. Twitter and Instagram, but we don't talk about Twitter. Kind of like we don't talk about Bruno. And RadMetal666 at Gmail to drop us a line. RadioactiveMetal.org to see all episodes 
past, present, future. We didn't talk about the Monsters movie. We need to do that next week because I'm wearing mm-hmm. my Monsters Dragula shirt right now. Ah. And that has nothing to do with how to get a hold of us, but you know, that's just the randomness <laughs> of my brain. Um, but speaking of random, we are a part of a wonderfully random thing that maybe you might not think goes together, but we think goes beautifully called the Shiny Wizards Network, shinywizardsnetwork.com. And because of those fine folks, not only can you find us on Apple Podcasts, right? Not only can you find us you know, at the Google Play Store. You can now find us on Spotify. Uh, thanks to the fine folks of the Shining Wizards Network. So, we triple dog dare you to not find us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Because every time somebody's like, hey, are you there? We're like, I don't know. We look up, we're like, huh, son of a gun. How do we get here? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Right? Kind Kind of like, you know, you ever wake up in the morning and you're a little fuzzy, like, oh, shit, I do not recognize this house. Yeah, I've this been is there. weird. I've been there. You know, um, that that is pretty much how we are on the internet. Like, we don't know how we got here, and hopefully, we can find a cab fare home. But you know that that's what's going on. So, over to you, Snowman. Right on, right on. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And once again, thank you, everyone at. The Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com, where not only will you hear this great show, it's a predominantly pro wrestling podcast network, including including our sister show, Wrestling Night in Canada. If you haven't had enough of your cool Uncle Snowy with this show, you're going to want to go over there, especially if you are a fan of the Squared Circle, if you're a wrestling fan. For sure, for sure. Well, once again, thank you so much. And I hope everyone's Halloween season is off and running. Breaking news. True Cult Coffee. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T coffee.com. They are breaking one of my cardinal rules, but they're doing it in a fun way, so I'll let them slide this year. Um, But they are encouraging you to go join the naughty list. Right, So head out there, get on the email list, because they have the Krampus Club, which looks very similar to the Hellfire Club, and they're getting ready for Christmas. So, um, you know, don't wait on this one. Don't sleep on this one. If you go out and order it now, it'll be here by November, which means it'll definitely be here in time for office Christmas parties, family holiday get-togethers, and you can make everybody uncomfortable just by putting on a t-shirt. And isn't that just a great benefit of being a metalhead? So oh, I love it. I had love to it. get that in there. Join the Krampus Club, right? Get on the naughty list for True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T Coffee.com. Sorry to interrupt, but that was breaking news and we had to talk about it. Oh, yeah, I do. Definitely, definitely. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been a hell raising episode of Radioactive Metal. Uh, I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron, and we're also beer drinkers. And Hellraisers, signing off. <laughs>